Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, you guys. It's Sam from Summer House. Today, I am on the Hollywood Raw podcast, spilling all of the tea from this past summer. I'm going to talk to you about Lindsay and Danielle. I'm going to give you a little inside scoop on me and Corey. And you're just going to have to listen to find out the rest. Hey, everybody. It's Tony Robbins. Hey, guys. I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood would raw there's a reason from page six to tmz daily mail and people magazine everyone is talking about the hollywood raw podcast with dax holt and adam glenn welcome to the hollywood raw podcast i'm dax holt joined by adam glenn who is like a nomad out in the streets of new york today he's running around um you know met gala was uh last night because we're recording this on tuesday but met gala was just full of massive celebs so of course there's everyone in town adam is it just like nuts out there it's insane dude it's insane it's just uh, that's why i'm doing it on the streets today i'm sorry for watching on youtube apologize if the audio is crazy i'm just i'm working man i gotta make money <laughs> so what I do. by the way did you see i was randomly on e last night did you see this Oh my god! I was on E last night. They did. I did this documentary for uh, on the Kardashians like last year. Okay, and it was for some UK television show. Then I start getting hit up in our Facebook group off the record, our private Facebook group, by a, a couple of the fans in there saying, "Hey, I just saw a promo for this Kardashian documentary on E tonight. Like, really cool that you're in." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They did not tell us that this was going to air in the United States, and they definitely didn't tell us it was going to air on E. And yeah, I tuned in last night, and it was Shiraz, who was one of our former guests. Do you remember where we had Shiraz on, yeah. who was kind of like the mastermind behind the Kim and Paris and all these people? He was on there. Um, who Heidi and Spencer were on there. There was a ton of people. None of us knew that this was going to air in the United States, let alone on E. Like there was no heads up nothing the thing i was most mad about is they used the angle that was from my left side and i didn't like it yeah no it was, um, <laughs> uh, listen i thought you used the wrong hair gel but it's pretty cool like it's weird that you like when you're you're, you're on tv and don't even know it dude and not like this was bumped up like the end of the met gala like red carpet and everything that they were all the coverage from e it, they the host literally said like by and it rolled right into this documentary and it's it's e like where the kardashians have lived for 20 years obviously they're on hulu now but like that was their platform and i i had no idea it was going to happen it was wild can we talk about how they screwed up so one thing that i was not happy with was that they they quote they under my name it's a dax holt and it's a reporter comma tmz not former reporter not like former tmz employee i feel like they were trying to make it look like i was still there and i'm like oh 
God, this this is not going to be a good look for me. <laughs> like not not so much that it's bad because obviously my name is so tied to TMZ, but that I thought, oh, I don't want to get in trouble with TMZ because people are going to think that I am still using their name and like presenting myself as an employee of theirs. That's what I was more concerned about. I They were supposed to credit me as a, um, a co-host of the Hollywood Raw podcast. Legit, because half the people that they found for this documentary were from our podcast. They didn't know about Shiraz until they listened to our episode with Shiraz. So they told me the whole time, oh, this will, you'll be Hollywood Raw. We're going to use clips from your podcast. And then I was credited as like TMZ dude. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, that's, anyway, a that's inside baseball news. Um, uh, Dex, do you have a review? Yeah, let's do a re quick review before we get Sam in here. Sam Fair from uh, is one of the newest cast members of Summer House, which you love. So we're going to have her on the pod today. Talk to her all about what it's like being a, a new cast member on a show that's already established. If that's difficult, you know how she was able to fit in. But uh, all right, let me get to one, one or two reviews here. This one comes from Miss Carrelia, uh, five stars, new to this podcast, but absolutely love it. Can't stop listening and can't wait until the next episode. Wonderful. Thank you. Oh, how do you say that name, Adam? Adurne. Adurne? Adurne? Yeah. Let's go with Adurne. 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 Thanks, Adurne. Appreciate it. Um, should I do one more? All right, I'll one do more. one more since, okay, this one comes from Shinkleman20, great podcast. I look forward to listening every week. Short, sweet, to the point. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys know that Perfect. these reviews mean the world to us. We're getting them off iTunes, so uh, thank you. All right, let's jump into it um, because I can see fanboy Adam over there starting to get excited, but our guest today is one of the newest cast members of Bravo Summer House. She may talk a lot. Well, at least that was a plot point on the show this season, but she's made a big splash this season. Please welcome Samantha Fair. Sam, I'm a huge fan of Summer House. Uh, Dax knows that I am obsessed about the show. You're a New Yorker. I'm in New York. Uh, I am actually about to interview Oprah. Crazy, right? Why but, are you talking to me? There are I know. more people to talk to. I'm talking to you in a, straight from the studio, a Honda Accord. But you <laughs> were... <laughs> You were just you're in New York City right now. You the Met Gala was last night. Did you do anything? Did you go to any of the festivities at all? How was it for you? It's a miracle I am here right now, honestly. So this happens to me every single time I leave the house, and I'm gonna tell you the formula. I meet up with Gabby. That's my first mistake. That's where it all goes wrong <laughs> because you can't shut us up. So we're like, okay, we'll do like a chill girls' night. We'll get dinner. We were um, invited to the Matt Gala official after party at the Mark Hotel. So we were like, we'll go Ooh, to that. The Mark. We'll the Mark. So Dex, by the way, the Mark is like where all the celebrities, you see all the E cover the outside where all the celebrities come in decked out um, from Rayon. I mean, everyone. That's the spot to be. But go on. Sorry. Totally. I mean, ASAP Rocky was there in like a full face cover thing and no one even knew who he was. Like, it's one of those parties where like everywhere you look, there's someone really famous. So we were like, we'll have a couple of drinks. We'll go, we'll say hi to the people we need to say hi to. And then we'll, you know, go home and be responsible adults. Next thing you know, it's four o'clock in the morning. We're 19 espresso martinis in. <laughs> like Janelle Monet is naked standing on a bar over there. And like ASAP Rocky's breaking it down over there. We're, we're, it's chaos. It's mayhem. 
I shouldn't be allowed to live in New York City because I have the personality for it. And it's like a, it's a terrible combo. So I got home at five o'clock in the morning. I ate McDonald's in my bed and I don't condone eating in bed for anyone. Um, so it's, it's all a cry for help, I think, is what I'm trying to get at. You know what I, rough morning. You know what I want to know is because Summer House is such like one of those hit shows that people obsess over. Did any celebrities at any of the parties come up to you and say, oh, my God, I love Summer Summer House. I loved you on this season. Anything like that? No celebrities, but we did have a bunch of journalists who like knew exactly who we were and came up and were like, hi, I work for like Vogue and I'm obsessed with Summer House and you guys are so cute. And I was like, you are cooler than me. What is <laughs> going on here? Like every time I get recognized or like stopped somewhere, I am shocked. I'm like, I'm so normal. And the only reason, like, I'm not special. That's why I'm on TV, reality TV is like, cause I'm just like you. So it always, you know, throws me for a loop, but it's so flattering. It's so nice. I've made so many like random friends from people approaching me like at parties and in the street. It's so fun. So how, how do you get, get into, into this party? Yeah, how do you get yeah. into parties? Oh, um, well, I used to be a magazine editor. I used to work at Cosmo and I made a ton of like industry connections that way. Um, and Gabby is a fashion editor currently. So Gabby gets invited to like all of the really cool stuff. Um, I get invited mostly now because I'm like an influencer, like whatever. Um, and I still, uh, I haven't in the last couple months, but I still freelance for the New York Post and I do celebrity profiles. Um, so it's always been kind of my beat to do like nightlife entertainment celebrity stuff. Um, and Gabby and I are each other's like best plus one. So like anything she gets invited to, I'm her date and anything I get invited to, she's my date. So then do you, do you go up, do you mingle with the celebrities? Do you chat with yeah. them or are you more fly in the wall kind of thing? Like, I'm just curious if like, if you see someone you want to meet, are you up in their, up in their business to talk to them? I mean, in New York, you see so many famous people everywhere you go. It's almost like not cool anymore. Like, yeah. and you never want to be that annoying person who's like, oh my God, I love your work. Um, but this is a random one. We were in the elevator up to the Boom Boom Room last night and Simu Lee from that like Marvel movie, um, like the Ten Rings one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like low-key had a crush on him for like three months after that movie came out and he was in the elevator. And I was like, I was like, you're Simu Lee, right? And he was like, yeah, like, you know my name? And I was like, you're famous, but okay, yes, I know your name. And that was probably like as close as I got to embarrassing myself in front of a celebrity last night. But I just like had to say hi to him because I think he's like very cool and down to earth. He was like so friendly. Um, but no, like I'm not gonna like be going up to ASAP Rocky to like talk to him. Um, I did dance with Janelle Monet though while she was on the bar next That's to me sick. last night. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and then who yeah, like who else would who sorry, you see ASAP Rocky, you see Jan Janelle Monet. Who else are you seeing wandering around this party? This like because I gotta imagine when you're at the Met Gala after party, this is one of those moments you're like, I'm gonna think back on this for the rest of my life because this is a dope opportunity. Not everyone can do this. So, like, what was that moment that you feel like you look back and be like, wow, this is crazy? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just crazy that celebrities mingle in these parties like they're normal people. Like that kind of blows me away. I'm like, are you safe? Like, I don't like I don't where's your security? Um, like we passed Jenna Ortega, we passed Cara Delavine. Like you're just walking around and everywhere you go, there's an A-list celebrity there. Um, we were on our way to the Emily Ratajkowski party on Water Street before I literally put the kibosh on it. And I was like, we got to go home. Like, it's 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> I was like, six hours from now, I need to be on video doing a podcast. So, like, I got to get my shit together right this second. Um, and I think, too, like, 
we're kind of at a stage in our careers where we've been to a lot of these parties now, mm -hmm. which like sounds so like, like weird flex, but like, it's just true. Like the parties you get exhausted. Like I've now seen these people at all of the parties. I'm like, I don't need to lay eyes on you from 50 feet away again. You know, I need to go home. Like, There's yeah. a, everybody's got a limit. <laughs> so if you've been to so many cool parties, where does this one rank in your coolest party rundown? This, uh, the boom boom room was pretty high on my list. It was a very cool group of people. Um, like even beyond the celebrities, like the crowd was just cool. There were a lot of like fashion people and editors and like, just to me, like I am such a career person. Like I'm so interested in people's jobs and people's work that like, I'm recognizing like editors. Like, I'm like, I know who you are. Couldn't tell you who that celebrity is, but I know who you are. Um, so, you know, I think for me, this the boom boom room party was high on my list i would say it's one of the more fun parties i've been to this season okay so then what is number one on your list when it comes to parties um okay this is another weird met gala flex but a couple of years ago i went to jeremy scott's met gala yeah, after party yeah. it was the year of camp so he and katie perry were in matching cheeseburgers um <laughs> and that was one of the best parties i've ever been to we were there until like 6 30 in the morning just dancing when we walked outside it was like light out it was frightening um and that party was crazy because i went completely alone i didn't know anyone i was 21 i was the assistant to the editor-in-chief at cosmo like i shouldn't even have been there um but it was one of the most fun nights of my life and i literally made lifelong friends like i still have friends from like four years ago who i met at that party and danced with until the sun rose um, so, so that's high on the list that's probably number one in the last couple of years no that's amazing that's a hell of a good <laughs> memory to have right there but when you're walking out at six are there other people are there other recognizable celebs famous whoever that are also rolling out at 6 a.m or did most of them peace out at two yeah, there were one or two of the Victoria's Secret angels were there and they're like very young and like they've got the energy, right? Like I was like, I'm 21, you're 21. We're going to be the ones like we're the cockroaches at this party. We'll be here all night. Um, so <laughs> that was that was the group walking out it was like me, like four or five like burlesque like dancers, like my friends who I had made at this party like Katy Perry and like four Victoria's Secret Angels. And you're like, what a squad to roll out of a party with right now. Serious. Like, that's bananas. Um, yeah, so that was a very, that was a very good party. Oh, I love that. And by the way, Adam's trying to like work remotely from his car in New York. His <laughs> connection is not amazing. So for anyone that's like, where the hell did Adam go? Uh, his connection's shitty, but I'm sure he'll be back soon. So we're just gonna keep rolling forward. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Sam, what do you do? Like, what's your regular job when you're not filming Summer House, when you're not on reality shows? Like, what do you what are you doing? I run a marketing agency um, and we focus on creator and community relationships. So we essentially help brands. And honestly, like we have clients 
all over the spectrum. Like we have tech startups, we have fashion brands, we have private aviation brands. And some of them are more like the traditional, like old white dude marketing. And some mm -hmm. of them are like young, diverse groups of people building brands. Um, so it really runs the gambit, but our priority and our focus is building community, um, which, you know, manifests in followers, it manifests in events and activations, it manifests in influencer relationships um, and B2B partnerships. So we we really focus on kind of humanizing the marketing experience. We're not like SEO and like, you know, number like crunching numbers, that kind of thing. Um, we do a lot more relationship building and it is so fun. It is you meet the coolest people, um, you know, you make a ton of friends and you get to kind of bring life, like breathe life into these brands that you believe in so much. And that's really, you know, I think what I love about it when I find somebody who I'm obsessed with their business. I love their mission or what they're doing. Um, I love being able to kind of bring that experience into the world and share it with people who I think will fall in love with it. Um, so it's been really exciting. Uh, it's a lot of work. And so, you know, I think especially once I started filming Summer House, I was like, whoa, okay, this is not just working. This is working like 28 like hours or 20 eight hours a day is what it feels like. Like I was always like a start work at 8 a.m. and like be on your laptop till it's done, even if it's 11 p.m. Um, but, you know, on top of all this other stuff, I feel like it's, the grind never stops. So you being on a, a Bravo reality show, is it is this helping? How, how is it affecting your normal marketing job then? Um, in a couple of ways, it has really helped the business and not even in the sense that like, oh, it just has more exposure. It's really in the sense that it pushes me into positions where I'm forced to evolve and grow the business to accommodate my world and, and my changing, evolving life. So for example, when filming started, I was like, oh, wow, like, I don't know that I can be putting in 50, 60 hours a week right now on this job, which is what I'm used to doing is working like way more than full-time hours. Um, and I had kind of reached a point where I was like, I need to start delegating. Like I need to start building a team. Um, and expanding the actual business to accommodate a the demand, but b just like making sure all my existing clients were taken care of um, while I was personally, you know, doing all these other things. Um, so in a lot of ways, it has helped me. It's put me in the position where it's like, okay, I really can't do every single thing by myself. That's not how business works. If a business requires you to function and to operate, it's not scalable. Um, and so with the goal in mind of scaling the business, um, you know, I was able to start hiring people and to start delegating responsibilities and to start mentoring people and, um, you know, to build teams around my clients to make sure they have the support they need. So especially in that way, I think it's really helped me as an entrepreneur kind of get my footing in a world where like, I can't be the control freak I'm used to being like, I need to give up the reins sometimes. And, and that comes with scaling a business. Um, and sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, do you feel that do your clients treat you different now that you're on TV? Do you feel like a shift, like clients treat you differently? Do you feel like people in the office treat you differently because now they're seeing you on TV? There's like this wow factor to it or nah? So I didn't tell all of my clients that I was going to be doing this because for a lot of my clients, like we are like faceless people who like do the marketing, like 
where we have close relationships with the actual clients. But like, if you go and experience an event that we put on for my client, you as the consumer are not like meeting me, like I'm not the face of their brand. So no one ever has to know that like, I'm involved with this work. Um, so I didn't tell all my clients because I knew I could take care of them while I was filming and there wouldn't, it would be a seamless experience. Like there wouldn't even be a blip on the radar. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely have some clients who are fans of Bravo who were like, Hey, I'm reading on the internet that you're being picked up for a summer house right now. Like, I love that show. Is this true? And I'm like, well, like, I mean, I, I am going to the Hamptons, like, on the weekends and they're like wait you're filming right now like, <laughs> like they didn't even know that i was like doing this on the weekend yeah. um and no i don't you know i think luckily i established relationships with all my current clients long before i started filming so they know me they know my work they know what i'm going to give them and how i'm going to support them and um they're like okay don't do anything i wouldn't do and i'm like Bad yeah, news. but then I have to because it's reality show. So I need to because I can't be boring. How, walk us through how you even wound up on the show in the first place. Um, so I had known Amanda prior to filming. Um, we were definitely on like an acquaintance level, not like a best friendship level. Um, but she, one of the very first things she ever said to me is, "You are my husband, but 15 years younger and a girl." And she was like, "You are going to love my friends. We need to hang out this summer in the Hamptons." And she was like, do you do share houses ever? And I was like, yeah, all the time. Like literally every summer I'm with my friends in a house in the Hamptons somewhere. Um, so she was like, let me introduce you to some people. Let's see how this goes. Um, and the rest is history. And I can very proudly say that now I consider Amanda a close friend. Um, and that was really one of the best things that came out of this summer was really getting closer with her, meeting her friends, getting closer with them, and now being able to call them my friends. So is it like the Bravo talent you know obviously the people on the show are they like the scouts for new talent i mean i think in a lot of ways yeah because this show follows a real group of friends i mean we all our connections to each other are not like casting agents or whatever you know they're not like talent agents like these are often like we're saying like oh my friend will like fit into this friend group so well and be such a fun time to party with and like they're single and like fun and flirty and like being out in the hamptons every weekend is what they need for their lives so like let's bring them in you guys will love them um and i think that's how a lot of people make it into this friend group it's just real life connections we all you know new york is a big city but it's also a very small city so we all have very weird connections. I mean, Paige and I found out that we know like all the same people. We we've dated even like some of the same guy. This is our second set of roommates because Corey and Craig used to live together. We used to date a different set of roommates and like passed like ships in the night. Um, so you know, we all have these like really funny random connections that brought us all together. Um, so I think I think the best way to do this is to bring on your real friends because mm -hmm. that's you know that's the most authentic way to have a share house like you're not really bringing in strangers most of the time in real you're real actually life. really interesting in a good way and i mean that because in the past few seasons of summer house they brought in new people and i think if you watch a show you know some of the people they only lasted a season and i i feel like you really left you know this is your first season your rookie season but you kind of left an impression you left a mark did you feel like you were doing that during the season? Like, what do you think you did differently than the other people in previous seasons? Because I don't know yet, and I don't know if you're able to talk about it, but I have to imagine that you got picked up for another season of Summer House. Um, so I don't know yet about next summer. Um, I can't speak to that, but I will say 
you know, I just went in and I was myself. And I didn't do anything special. I didn't like go out of my way to be like strategic about anything. I don't watch reality TV. Um, so like, I don't even know, like I've heard that people have come and gone from this house, but it's my understanding that when you have a group of people with major personalities, the way we do, and so many people in a house, like if you don't vibe with that group or like that energy, it it's not fun. You know, like I can't imagine an introvert being in our house, frankly, like that would really suck for them. Like I couldn't imagine trying to trying to talk in that house full of us crazy extroverts. Um, but honestly, I just think I have an energy match with a lot of different people in the house. Um, I, I really got close with everybody, even people who historically like aren't friends with each other. I found friendships with those people. Um, and it wasn't, it didn't feel like I was doing anything like weird or special. I went in with a completely open mind and like blank slate. I didn't know any of these people except Amanda. I was like, if she likes them, I'm probably going to like them. Um, and I just kind of went from there. I just, I, I had a fun summer. I mean, I know there's a lot of drama on the screen, but we really had a great time. And, um, you know, it felt very natural and very easy for me to fit in. And I'll tell you what, Sam, though, I will stick up for you because I, I actually did not find this moment. I found it to be very uncomfortable and I fell for you because I just didn't think it was right watching it is when Maya came to you and said that you talk too much, even though she pulled you to the side. It just like, and I give you a lot of credit because I think if I was in your position, in your shoes, I would take that as such like a hard blow. Like, are other people talking about me? This is not, and you kind of, I, I don't know, I kind of, you kind of like went with her like and sympathized and you started, I think you got a little bit emotional, but I thought that was like kind of fucked up. Like, you know, <laughs> did you kind of like looking back, did you find that a little bit weird that, you know, she kind of said that to you? Like, hey, you talk a little bit too much or what were your thoughts I mean looking back? I'd heard it before, honestly, like that wasn't the first time. That's why I got emotional is because it wasn't the first time I'd heard someone say something like that. Um, and I give Maya credit for the situation because the truth is I normally find out people are talking shit about me when I'm not around and that hurts. Like that sucks versus Maya came to me and was like, Hey, just want to give you a heads up. Like this is becoming a topic of conversation and I know it'll hurt more if it comes to you in a roundabout way. So I'm just going to tell you to your face, like, I think you're overdoing it and other people think you're overdoing it. And, um, like, I just want to give you the heads up that that's a thing that's happening. Um, I will say like, after that, I talked to a couple of people. Like I talked to Amanda, I talked to Kyle. They were like, you're not too much. Like you're just enough. You need to be at a certain level to fit in, in this house. Like I said, um, and they were like, and they, Danielle, my mom, even like everyone was like, yo, remember who the fuck you are. Like, you need to be proud of this part of yourself because the right people will love that about you and not, you know, not try to dim your light in the words of my mom. Is um, it I was just well, going to say, is it hard <laughs> to walk into an already established mm -hmm. television show? Like, I think that that has to be one of the hardest things to do is you walk in, everyone's got their character, everyone is already known, and now you have to walk in and make a presence for yourself, stand out, but also make friendship. Like, I just feel like that is a really hard dynamic to do. Did you, did you plan anything out or was it just like, hey, YOLO, let's see what happens? I didn't plan any thing out. I will say it is super weird to walk into a friend group that has this much history and like be the new girl um, because you have to figure out where you fit into the friendships, to the drama and the fights. Like 
you know, a lot of people in our group of friends are always like, we're always talking about each other. It's a normal house. Like there's 11 of us and there's like very public like fights and drama and like situations going on. So naturally, like when we're in bed at night, like laying next to each other, we're like, so like, what did you think of that? Like, that was weird. Um, so I will say like, <clears throat> I just think it's, you need to be comfortable with who you are in order to do this. That's part of why I was so rattled when Maya came to me to say that. Cause I was like, oh shit, like now I'm insecure. I'm going to be weird. Like I felt myself retracting from conversations the next couple weeks and kind of quieting down and like not participating as much. Cause I didn't want to like turn anybody off. Um, but you know, as I started to remember who I was and get my personality back. And as I started to make friendships with these people that went beyond like, oh, we just party on the weekends together. And I started like spending more time with them and like having deeper conversations with them and getting to know them on a personal level. At some point you're just kind of like, okay, like we're actually friends. Like I'm not just an annoying girl who like shows up on Friday and like you hang out for 24 hours. Um, and I think it's when you start to build those individual friendships that you're like, okay, I feel like really at home in the group now because I, I know my relationship with Danielle. I know my relationship with Amanda. And you feel like you kind of have a team, you know? Like you're not going in by yourself anymore as the new girl. You're going in to a house with your group of friends on the weekend. And then you start to feel more comfortable and be more yourself and feel like you belong. Speaking of friends, I mean, listen, we saw the show is airing now from last summer. Where does it stand between Lindsay and Danielle? Are they back to being friends? Are, is it weird? Is it awkward? Where, what's going on? There is a reconciliation in the works, I believe. Um, it had been a long time that, uh, that they hadn't seen each other between filming ending and the reunion filming. Um, but I will say, I think there's a path forward here that didn't exist before. Um, and I'm pretty confident in saying that I think they can get to a place where they're friends again before this summer. Gotcha. So Sam, I like the dumb shit with reality shows. Like I want to know, I want to know, like when you guys go grocery shopping, like who <laughs> do you split the bill? Like, how does it work? Cause I like you go out, you go grocery shopping, but like, is one person paying or is like, you guys are just throwing a credit card down? Like, how does, how does that happen? So it's, I mean, it's 11 people. So, and sometimes 12 people and sometimes 13 if yeah. Craig and Corey are both in the house with us and they eat like monster trucks. I can't believe the way Corey eats food. <laughs> um, but it, it's kind of depends on the situation. Maya once told me she actually stopped buying groceries for the house because she would always spend like $1,200 to feed us all. Oh. And then like, she wouldn't get Venmoed. And yeah. I was like, what? Like people are not paying you back for this. So this summer, Sierra placed one grocery order and I was like going around hounding people like you better Venmo her your 70 bucks like now, because <laughs> I was like, I would hate to be in that position where I'm like yeah. feeding 11 people all the time. Um, so I would say we like normally we'll go on either group trips where like maybe it'll be five of us go to the store and we'll like all just like go to our own register with whatever's in our arms and like pay for it. Um, when we're at restaurants, a lot of times we just put as many credit cards down as they'll let us, um, or see if we can do like separate checks. Um, and sometimes someone will just take one for the team and like buy a bunch of groceries. Like Craig, you know, for all the shit people talk about Craig, Craig is the guy at midnight after a major house party ordering $900 worth of Burger King for the whole cast. <laughs> so like we will literally, and I have so much 
evidence of this on my cell phone and my camera roll. We will just sit down around the living room table on the ground. There will be a hundred giant diet cokes like around our like fireplace and mantle. <laughs> we'll have like 19 orders of French fries, 18 orders of chicken fingers. Like Craig is amazing at feeding us. If Craig doesn't come to this house, I'm out because he's the one feeding me every night after these parties. You guys don't get some kind of like stipend for food because that just seems like that's going to get really expensive really fast trying to to just feed the house. It does get expensive, but I think, you know, all of us are, this is our lifestyle. Like we live in New York and we bust our asses on the weekdays and then we go out to the Hamptons and we spend our entire paycheck on like drinks at a bar. Like that is how we've been living. Like that's why we do the show, right? I mean, that's how we got here. So I think for all of us, it's just kind of par for the course. Like, you know what you're doing. You're going to the Hamptons. You're not going to like get a deal, you know? So like we're, we're just used to it. I think this is just how we live. And this show really like, I mean, I don't know about all reality TV because like I said, I'm not really a reality junkie, but I mean, it really just feels like the cameras are just there. Like we are really living our real lives. Like this is what we would be doing if the cameras didn't exist. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's just, that's the lifestyle you sign up for it. So I'm a Kelly guy. So I, I literally know nothing about the Hamptons other than what I see on TV or hear about it. But like what I see at the Hamptons, it's like, a lot of money. It's super rich. What What are the bars like in the Hamptons? Do they treat you guys well? Do they embrace you and how much attention Summer House has brought to the community? Or is it like, oh, riffraff? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the Hamptons doesn't really want attention. Like the idea is that it's very exclusive and a place that like is a, it's it's kind of a small town feel i think especially the locals have no interest in any reality tv being filmed there yeah. um the city of montauk actually has a law against filming in the city of montauk so we don't go to montauk with the cameras when we go out there that's why we're always like shooting like iphone footage and stuff if we go out there at night um so we're in sag harbor and there are a couple of bars where like especially Carl and Kyle just have relationships with the people who own the bars because they've been going forever. Some of them have lover boy, like stuff like that. So those people are so welcoming. Like the Southampton social club is so fun for us. We go to Capri a lot. Um, and these are just bars that like we have all built relationships with the people who run them. So they're very welcoming of us and all the cameras that we bring along. Um, but there are definitely places like I think it's hard to find places where we're allowed to like go out and eat meals and like drink and also have like 10 big cameras. Um, so, you know, shout out to our production team whose job it is, like the people whose job it is to find those places. Cause I think it can be a real bitch trying to find a place where we can, we can film our show. <laughs> and do you like, do you like the house that you're actually staying in? Like, is it a nice house or like, I mean, it's it? beautiful. We absolutely destroy it. Just to clarify every weekend, like by the time you're leaving, like I don't walk around the house barefoot ever, even if <laughs> we just walked in. Because I know what has happened on the floors of that house. And I have no interest in getting like tetanus or hep from like stepping on something weird. Like I have no interest in that. So we destroy it pretty hardcore, but the house is gorgeous. There are a lot of bedrooms that like weirdly this summer because of zoning laws, we weren't even allowed to use. And that was a mm -hmm. little bit of a bummer. But like, so this summer it was like me, Gabby, Danielle, and Corey kind of all rotated in the master bedroom because there were two beds in there. 
the walk-in closet is as big as my New York City apartment bedroom. And the bathroom is maybe bigger than like my whole New York City apartment. I mean, that bathroom is so spectacular. You could fit our whole cast in there to like do hair and makeup in the morning. No problem. And that's my favorite part of the house. Um, maybe save for the backyard. But yeah, I think, you know, when when I'm 25 years old, when people my age do share houses in the Hamptons, they're not usually this nice. So I feel like we're getting a good deal. Do we know who owns the house, like actually owns the house? I'm, I've never like looked it up. I've never even been curious. But now that as we're like talking about it, I'm like, oh, I wonder who actually owns this house that is renting it out to the point where they have to be so rich that they don't care that their house is getting destroyed every single weekend. Correct. I was like, I don't know who these people are, but they got to really not give a fuck because <laughs> the number of times the soles of my shoes have hit that countertop is obscene. And the number of things we even just like break, like Corey walks in a room and breaks something. He's just too big and strong for his own good. Like he'll literally touch the handle of the little mini bar fridge and it'll snap off. Pop off. And we're like, Corey, like, oh, like you're just this giant, like meat. Thing with muscles like stop breaking everything he's broken beds robert broke the dining room table um we've broken a million like va like kyle everyone has broken a million like vases and like random fragile objects throughout the house i mean no one is safe when we're there on a weekend i love it this is so funny adam i was just asking her if like who owns the house that they're working that they're staying in do you have any clue Sorry, Adam's kind of been bumping it out. His internet connection is terrible over there. But Adam, do you have a clue? <laughs> Honestly, internet's out? terrible. But I've been—I just interviewed Oprah, by the way. But we'll get into that later. So, I, you want to see? <laughs> wait, 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 oh, oh, Dax, yes. guys, <laughs> hang up. Oprah is there to be talked to. I don't, I'll no. never understand. Wait, this. you want to see something? Look at this. Yeah. Let's see it. Oh, shut up! You interviewed her in real life. Like just now, awesome, I would dude. be following her to her next destination. Oprah is an icon. Yeah, I just got her. That's how sick is that? Yeah, no, That's the house amazing. you guys have is the house you guys have is pretty cool on a uh, yeah. summer house. Do you, but how you guys weren't allowed to use a lot of the rooms? What was the deal with that? Yeah, there was some weird laws. I, it was like zoning laws with like the fire department or something weird. Honestly, I just think somebody's jealous they didn't get invited to our parties and they like called it into the cops because. We literally, it's like an 11 bedroom house and we could use like five of them. It was bananas. I mean, most of the, I didn't have a huge problem with it. Like I love a girl's night. So like for me, they were like, okay, we all have to like bunk up. I was like, cool. I want to be in the room with like the most people in it because I'm here to make friends, have a good time, like whatever. And also like that's the share house culture. Like you're always sharing a room, you're sharing a bed, you're sharing a bathroom. Like nothing is private. So um, I loved it. I love the sleepover vibes. Like you get very close with people. That's I think how Gabby and I became best friends. Um, is because we shared a bed for the first like seven weeks of summer. Um, but yeah, that that kind of sucked because there was just so much like untapped potential in that house. There were so many rooms where we weren't allowed to go. Although I will say Corey and I did break a rule and go into one room that we were Oh, in. which room? You'll see that. Um, it's a closet that like we're not there are like we're just not supposed to touch it, but it was an off camera room and maybe you will or won't watch us walk in and out of it. On this <laughs> one couple weeks. Good um, for you, Sam. Good for thanks. you. Gotta do what you gotta do. I promised my parents I wouldn't do anything super inappropriate on camera. 
So then the job was just finding the off-camera rooms. <laughs> yeah, the zoning meant we didn't Has get cameras into that room hooked up, so you can't go in there. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, there are not beds in them either. They don't make it easy. Mm -mm. <laughs> so funny. So are agents and managers reaching out to you now to represent you? Like, how has your life changed? Is that how it works? Or like these, hey, I want to be your um, – your get you Instagram sponsorships. Like, what is life after like this? Like, what is your emails, your phones like, or like CAA or William Morris reaching out? Yeah. So I've been a creator for um, a couple of years on Instagram in particular. Um, I did you like a brief stint on YouTube, whatever. But I've always just kind of like made my home on Instagram. So for years now, people have been reaching out to represent me as a creator. Um, and this is kind of the first time people have reached out to represent me as like a person like a television person um so yeah i'm looking i mean i'm looking into it just because honestly the influx of partnership requests and like event invites like that kind of stuff really you don't expect like how fast it's going to hit you um that said like part of what i do for a living as a marketer is work with influencers and creators all the time um and so i have worked for an, an, an influencer agency. I've worked as a creator and, you know, I've worked as a, like a manager. I've been on all sides of this industry. Um, so I, I don't feel that I need help with like Instagram partnerships and that kind of stuff. I think if I ever do, you know, end up with representation, it'll be for more like legit TV stuff. Um, you know, I don't even know what could possibly, you know, be next because I'm, and there's always a surprise around the corner with this job. Um, so, but yeah, so if there's, been actually, a lot of, there's been a lot of outreach. If you re-up with Bravo, would you do your own contract or would you have an, uh, an agent or manager do it for you? So I'm very lucky because my mom is a big wig lawyer and she's yeah. got a very cool team of entertainment lawyers um, who represent some very famous people. And so my life is kind of in their hands and I would trust oh, them sick. with it in every lifetime. What a fantastic um, connection that is. I know. My mom was like, thank God you're like a little like reality TV person. Cause if you were in like finance or something, she's like, I can't help you. And the but one here, person you, we've got the plug, <laughs> the one person, you know, that's going to have your back more than anyone else on the planet. And she's literally deals. Oh, that's so smart. When, you know, obviously BravoCon is going to be in Vegas. Everyone's been talking about it. Do you, did they tell you if you're going to get an invite? Do you know if you're going to be going? How does that work? Um, I have, I'm a, under the impression from our publicist that I am invited to BravoCon, um, which I'm very excited about because so I have cool. never been to Vegas before. That's awesome. Yeah. I know. And I got to go to BravoCon as like a fan last year. Um, a lot of people don't even know this, but Corey and I had already started dating um, and Winterhouse had just started airing, but like I hadn't even been announced the Summer House cast yet. So we just like went, hung out backstage, like with all of our friends, we were walking around, looking at the booths. It was kind of nice to fly under the radar because I was like, all right, now I have an idea of what to expect when we do BravoCon next year. So it was a nice way to get my feet wet before I that is gonna embark be on the craziness that that weekend will be. That's going to be a very different experience going as fan one year and now as a star the next year. That's really cool. I mean, star is a strong word, but thank you. Well, listen, you you made a big impression, so I, I think that you earned the title quickly on the show. What? It, okay, I, I got one last question because I know we got to get going. But what what has been the biggest perk of being on the show? Oh, easily hands down the relationships and like the friendships. I mean, I 
really left this summer and still to this day have like the best friendships with this whole group of people. I feel like I could go to them with anything. Um, I got a boyfriend. I really like him. Um, so I think it's very easy. And, and also like not low key at all, but like something that I think the audience doesn't think about is we get very close with our producers because we spend an absurd amount of time with them. I mean, pretty much every time we're hanging out with each other over the summer, we're also hanging out with a bunch of producers. So people don't really think about that, but I'm very close with a couple of our producers now as well. And everyone has been a great friend to me and I feel very supported and loved. And like, we really built like a special little family. Um, and, and that has by far been the most rewarding part of this whole thing. Love it. My last question for you is, do you think Danielle, I'm going back to the show, Danielle looks a little bit rough this season, you know, based on why that feud started and we kind of see it on TV kind of like, do you think she was in the wrong or was it like, what was your take on that? I think they both fucked up a little bit. Um, I think in any group of three, when two of them pair off, like there's going to be a shift in dynamic that's uncomfortable, particularly for the person who's now feeling excluded from the relationship. Um, and I think it was Lindsay's job as a friend to like hear her and make an effort to like strengthen their friendship or give her extra attention or spend more time with her. Um, but I do think Danielle fucked up communicating that to Lindsay. And I think she made some bad decisions in terms of talking to other people, she had a hard time sometimes articulating what the problem was when she was actually speaking to Lindsay. Um, and I always say to both of them, like your feelings in these situations are completely valid, but that does not automatically validate behavior. So, you know, I don't ever want them to do anything that will make it an irreparable situation. Um, and I think there's coming back from it. And I'm very, very proud of them for the way they handled the reunion and um, the, I think it's very clear now that there's a path forward for them. And all I want to see is them make up um, and be friends again so that we can have fun and kind of go back to, you know, what the summer is really supposed to be about. Um, so listen, I said to them, there were times when they both fucked up and then there were times when they both did things right. And it's a really tricky situation. There's no formula. There's no roadmap for doing it one way. That's the right way to do it. And I think in the end, all that matters is that it's fixable. They can get there. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to right now. Awesome. Well, Sam, thank you so much for coming on. Guys, make sure you are tuning in to Bravo Monday nights. Watch Summer House. Support Sam. Hit her up. Where, give us all your social media platforms. That way people can come follow you, hang out with you, comment, all that kind yeah, of Yeah, I always tell people, find me on Instagram. It's just my name, at Samantha Fair. Um, and the reason I say that is because every week on Monday before the episodes, I drop a ton of behind-the-scenes content. And um, the audience has really been loving that because they get to see us in our weird in-between moments that are like very raw and crazy and funny. Those are the best, dude. Those I are, agree. Everyone That's loves where the, the friendships the are made. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for going to bed early last night so you could hang out with us today. <laughs> early in the morning. We appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Anyway, thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Dude, sorry about running out. It's Oprah. <laughs> no, I like I, at first I couldn't tell. I was like, oh, I think the connection's terrible. But then uh, and then you come back with an Oprah photo. I love it. Your life is so yeah. fucking crazy, dude. You, you want to hear the audio of Oprah? Well, should we play it? Yeah, let's play it. Let's, let's, let's add into it. Let's play the video. Oprah, I missed you. How are you? Good to see you. Congrats on the book club. 
Listen, how do you pick the books? Because everyone wants to be on a list. It's a very big list. So how do you decide on the books you're going to use? Oh, I usually go through like 10, 12 books before I get to the real thing. I read like 50 pages, 50 pages. Sometimes I don't get to 50 pages. I used to do 100. And, you know, for this most recent book, I knew three pages in. Really? Yeah. What, one last thing. What's the dinner that you went to when you're sitting at the table, you can't believe you're surrounded by these people? The one that was like, man, this is inspiration, this is cool, this is amazing. The most incredible dinner I've ever been to is one I had for all the legends in 2005. There will never be another dinner like that. Because there's Diana Ross, there's Karina Scott King, there's Maya Angelou, there's Sydney Poitier. There will never be another dinner like that. One last yeah. thing. What's yeah. the, you've done it all, but what's yeah. one last thing that you really wanted to do? You've done acting, you've conquered acting, you've conquered book publishing, you've conquered a TV show. Is there anything more that you really want to do? No, what I really want to do is live well. I love it. Live Good well, to see live you. Well, Dude, it, okay, here's all I have to say. When are you going to get Oprah on this podcast? That's all I really want in the, in life right now is for you to get Oprah on this podcast. She is literally in my bucket list of people that I want to talk to, I want to interview. Like you get, You've interviewed her numerous times. She knows you by name. I need a moment with yeah. Oprah. Make it happen, Adam. Dax, what do I always tell you? I will. We will get Oprah. As soon as we get the whole cast of Summer House, <laughs> <laughs> let's focus on Summer House first, and then we get Oprah. Okay? Uh, Sam was cool though, man. It's uh, it's dope. cool to like. No, she's cool, good personality. She's fun. She's doing good on the show. So I'm just a huge fan of the show. So it's uh, yeah, just you fun are to talk it, to. You. You, uh, listening to you talk about Summer House is so funny because I know your obsession with it, like. We get people on here, you know, I don't watch Summer House personally, but like your excitement for Summer House makes me excited about the show. Yeah, no, for sure. But thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. Follow me at, at Adam Glenn, Bob Daxholt, at Daxholt. Um, check us out on uh, TikTok, Instagram. We have a private Facebook group for Off the Record. It's a great group. And uh, see you guys next week. A Huda Media Production.